the deep state is now recruiting your children, children as young as middle school, to serve as child soldiers in what uh, this little front group they've created calls its army. Okay, On their website, they say they're creating an army of young people, and they're not kidding. They are grooming these children, teaching them uh, criminal tactics. They're teaching them to get arrested. They're teaching them to burn down buildings, basically uh, to achieve political goals, subversive political goals, the overthrow of the United States and our liberties in our constitutional republic. Uh, the use of violence and, and this sort of tactics to achieve political goals is the textbook definition of terrorism. And again, they're using your children. Okay, the Rockefellers, George Soros, the Club of Rome, all of them are involved. And hopefully the use of child soldiers in the war on America will be the final straw. You won't want to miss this. But long before George Floyd died in Minneapolis under the influence of multiple illicit substances, uh, a shadowy organization was exploiting children, your children potentially, to use as cannon fodder and human shields. They were plotting violent unrest as part of a campaign, they said, to defund the police. Uh, the organization is called the Sunrise Movement. It has the backing of very powerful billionaires. And again, it's openly bragging that they are, quote, building an army of young people. Their objectives include eliminating our police departments and even the free market system. Uh, mayhem is a welcome tool in their arsenal, and the worst is yet to come. They're actually bragging on their website that they are planning mass non-cooperation to interrupt business as usual next year. They are even on video using blackmail against the Joe Biden campaign. This is gonna blow your mind. So these uh, movements, powerful backers, which ironically I mentioned include the Rockefeller oil dynasty. We'll come back to them later because they're crucial to this. Uh, they know that their efforts aren't actually going to eliminate the police. Right? I mean, the, the, the point is not necessarily to eliminate the police. It is to advance this much broader campaign uh, that would involve undermining our free system of government, our free political institutions. Now, originally it was based on global warming fears. Right? They wanted to hype up the global warming uh, hysteria to try to use that as a weapon to advance their causes. Uh, they actually say on their website that fight against climate change is just alongside the fight against white supremacy and colonialism. And to fix it, we need a Green New Deal for visionary change. Uh, the website also calls for stopping climate change by, and I quote, transforming our whole economy. Now, uh, the reason they are able to recruit so many young children. Uh, and again, they're going down to middle school. They're getting 12, 13, 14 year old kids uh, involved in this uh, is because the public school system is dumbing them down and brainwashing them. Uh, as our president said, I want to show you the, a quick clip from our president because he hit the nail on the head in his uh, Independence Day speech at uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, but listen to this real quick. The violent mayhem we have seen in the streets and cities that are run by liberal Democrats in every case is the predictable result of years of extreme indoctrination and bias in education, journalism, and other cultural institutions. Against every law of society and nature, our children are taught in school to hate their own country and to believe that the men and women who built it were not heroes, but that were villains so the schools are dumbing down and indoctrinating the children to hate their own country. And then in comes the Sunrise Movement to weaponize them. 
and duped them into becoming child soldiers in the war against their own families, their own freedoms, their own country. Uh, I'm going to show you uh, just some some clips from here of what they're doing. I mean, they they are being brainwashed almost in a cult-like fashion, uh, and uh, they're being taught to hate their country, our civilization, private property, their families, and much more. And the extremism is going to get worse. Now, uh, we have a lot of insight into this group because of an incredible journalist uh, who I know, by the way, her name is uh, Millie Weaver. She calls herself Millennial Millie. And she had a source that infiltrated this Sunrise movement for two years. So a lot of the clips that I'm going to show you uh, during this uh, episode of Behind the Deep State are going to come from Millie Weaver's video. I encourage you to go watch the whole thing because the, the, the level of criminality that she is exposing in their own words is just off the charts. The fact that the, the leaders of the ringleaders of this circus have not been indicted yet speaks volumes about the, the state of our law enforcement, of the state of our uh, prosecutorial and justice system right now. But I want to show you just uh, some clips like this. Uh, listen, listen to this clip here of uh, Sunrise organizer Abby Leedy in a Zoom call brainwashing little children on how they should dismantle patriarchy, transphobia, capitalism, and all the rest of it, uh, talking about escalations. Check this out. Instead of studying in a classroom, we're building an army of young people across the country starting right now. So we'd be thousands strong by the time the election arrives. They are calling on children to help escalate the mayhem. These like escalations, these actions can be really, really dangerous for a lot of folks. Um, and can like, there's a lot of, especially I think with escalated actions, often like police are involved or there's like, like be nasty onlookers or like, yeah, like you're doing an action in DC and there's a bunch of like, really evil like MAGA teens over in the corner. Another one of the adult organizers of this army of children is Sarah Abbott. And she's got the shaved head, this half-shaved head. Uh, talking about the military-style tactics that they are using in the war on our society. Watch this video. What we are seeing is not just um, chaos. We're actually seeing resistance and organizing. Um, and what we know is that uprisings, including including actions like burning buildings, um, are legitimate and powerful forms of resistance um, and are resisting brutal and violent and dehumanizing systems um, like white supremacy. Um, and that property is something that can be recovered. Did you catch that? Burning buildings is a legitimate and powerful form of resistance. People die when buildings are burned. People's life savings go up in flames. This is terrorism, okay? Somebody actually died during the looting and the violence when they burned down one of these buildings. This is potentially murder that they are training these children to do. And yet they're being told that it's a legitimate and powerful form of resistance, okay? These adults are training these children. They're weaponizing them to unleash violence, chaos, property damage, and other criminal activity. This is literally the textbook definition of terrorism. They're turning your children into little terrorists. Now let's go on here. In that same video, uh, Abbott, who incidentally is a proud proponent of racial segregation, true story, uh, she explained that uh, there was a lot of organizing that went into what we saw in Minneapolis. You know, we all thought, oh, it's just spontaneous. People are just mad about police brutality. Nothing could be further from the truth. Listen to this clip of Abbott talking about what went into making this happen. So black organizers and multiracial groups of organizers in Minneapolis have been building power in the city for years now. And part of what they've been able to do with that power is to bring a lot of the city on their side. 
So the goal of all this, Abbott said, uh, before dismissing the children off into their racially segregated breakout groups, right? She said white children, white children will go to one group and black children will go to another group. I mean, unbelievable, is to abolish the police. These are organizations that have built strength and power over the past uh, six years of, of the Black Lives Matter movement in Minneapolis, running strategic campaigns to defund the Minneapolis Police Department oriented around a vision of the abolition of police. So the idea that uh, we're actually fighting for a world without police. And these campaigns that folks are running are strategic and they're winnable. And we can make huge gains toward it in moments of uprisings like these. Okay, another Sunrise leader, her name is Ashley Green. She's a, a lesbian uh, activist. And she actually celebrates the burning of taxpayer property and the violent attacks on our law enforcement. Check out this clip. Last night, when that police station went up in flames, me and my girlfriend, we, we poured shots. We were happy. It was a celebration in this house. Multiple police stations in Democrat-ran areas were set on fire and destroyed. So obviously, uh, the burning of the third precinct police station in Minneapolis uh, was orchestrated. These Sunrise people were very, very pleased. And of course, it was only made possible thanks to the fringe left-wing mayor and the fringe left-wing governor who ordered police to stand down while their police station was being attacked and burned. So this is being orchestrated, guys, from the highest levels. Right? You have the, the, the uh, child of the governor of uh, Minnesota tweeting out uh, information on where the police and where the National Guard were going to be to Antifa and to the, to the terrorists running around on the streets. Uh, this is orchestrated, guys, from the highest levels. Then you have the public officials allowing it all to happen, handcuffing our police, demonizing our police as if they were the bad guys as their police station is getting burned down, as minority business owners are having their life savings, their, their, their entire life burnt up in flames. I mean, this is unbelievable, guys. Now, I want to get a little bit into the background of this group because it wasn't always obsessed with the police. Before the uh, the police uh, hysteria, it was actually primarily focused on environmental stuff. And it largely still is. They kind of just glommed on to this police issue. But some of the background, this group was founded in 2013 by a far left-wing environmental activist called Michael Dorsey. Now, he's, he's served in some you know, relatively minor positions uh, in the Obama administration and in the Clinton administration promoting this environmental hysteria. But more importantly, he's a member of the very, very powerful Club of Rome. Now, if you haven't heard of the Club of Rome, that's because you've been watching too much fake media and you haven't been reading The New American enough. But the Club of Rome is an incredibly powerful organization. Uh, people involved include high-ranking members of the Communist Chinese Party, uh, the former dictator of the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, a bunch of Western globalist elites like Al Gore. Uh, these are the people who are involved in the Club of Rome. It's a very elite organization dedicated to promoting this environmental extremism as a means to an end, which of course is uh, breaking down individual liberty, breaking down the economy and the free market, and moving us toward a centrally planned system, which of course Mikhail Gorbachev has always been very proud of. Now, uh, in 1991, they really let the cat out of the bag. They came out with this report called the First Global Revolution. And yes, that's their term, not mine, revolution. And in this report, they decided that the real enemy of the planet is, and I quote, humanity itself, okay? The real enemy is humanity. So you are the enemy. You got that? 
So with that background in mind, it really should not be surprising that one of Sunrise's top objectives is the passage of the Green New Deal. Now, this uh, this ridiculous thing was actually introduced in Congress, uh, unveiled by Alexandra. Uh, they call her Occasional Cortex. I think her real name is Ocasio-Cortez, uh, far left uh, communist Democrat from New York. And uh, it's, it's really interesting. I want to show you a, a clip uh, from uh, the founder, uh, the co-founder of Greenpeace, uh, Dr. Patrick Moore. I was up in Canada when all this craziness was happening. And so I asked uh, Dr. Moore, uh, wonderful, wonderful man. He's, he's you know hardcore environmentalist, just loves tree like tree hugger to the max. But I asked him about this Green New Deal. <laughs> uh, listen to what he told me. Well, it's a recipe for mass suicide. Uh, it's just quite amazing that someone that is in government, actually elected to the government of the United States of America, would propose that we eliminate all fossil fuels in 12 years. <laughs> this would basically result, if we did it on a global level, it would result in the decimation of the human population from seven odd billion down to who knows how few people. I mean, it would, it would basically begin a process of cannibalization amongst the human species because the food could not be delivered to the stores in the middle of the cities anymore. How would this, even just that one point, the, the point that bothers me the most is if you eliminated fossil fuels, every tree in the world would be cut for fuel. There's no other source of heating and cooking once you eliminate fossil fuels. You can use animal dung if there were any animals left. So under this Green New Deal, they said we got to eliminate fossil fuels within 12 years. Uh, we've got to ban air travel. We've got to ban cows. We've got to pay money, uh, a salary to people who don't want to work. Uh, and so uh, Dr. Moore said this is completely preposterous. It would lead to the decimation of the human population, total deforestation of the planet as everybody scrambled to uh, chop down trees so they'd have energy to cook their food and heat their homes. Uh, obviously, this kind of idiotic plan to, to suicide the entire population of the planet and chop down every tree and kill every animal on Earth was not very popular, even among far left Democrats. And so, uh, you know, and, and they've been beating this dead horse of global warming now and the American people just don't care for you know decades and, and people just are not interested. Right. OK, global warming. We're done. We don't believe you. Uh, and even if we do believe you, we don't care. We have other things to worry about. Uh, you know, they've been wrong on their environmental prophecies of doom for so long that these Sunrise people needed another pet issue to drive their agenda forward. And so they tried to link all this environmentalism to other issues that people maybe cared a little bit more about, or at least that the media was, was more interested in. And so uh, they say very interesting things. Like uh, one of the co-founders of the Sunrise Movement, one of the leaders is uh, a, a girl from uh, whose parents, I guess, come from India. And uh, she actually says that um, America's police force serves to protect a system that is fundamentally racist. OK, uh, and she didn't actually say what part of America's system is fundamentally racist. You know, that maybe it was that whole idea from the Bible that all men are created equal and they're all endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Oh, wait, no, that's not racist. Uh, so I don't know what exactly she was talking about, but um, her, this uh, this girl, uh, Varshini Prakash, um, uh, whose parents fled from, or whose ancestors fled from India to come to America because America is so awesome. Uh, and and I, I, incidentally, India is uh, extremely, extremely a caste-based system, right? If you're born as an untouchable, you will die as an untouchable. Uh, but uh, she says, uh, we won't have a Green New Deal that works for everyone unless we concurrently address the sickness that lies in the soul of America. Uh, she didn't exactly define that sickness, but basically in, in the view of the Sunrise people, that sickness is uh, free market 
markets, individual liberty, constitutional government, rule of law, uh, and all the rest of those wonderful things. Now, uh, she actually recently got selected to serve on the Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders climate change task force with Alexandra Occasional Cortex and other socialists and anti-American extremists. Uh, she said in a statement that she was honored to stand alongside Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, is an open socialist. Um, and she's humbled that Bernie endorsed her to carry on the fight for this agenda. Um, I, I call Bernie Sanders the Bolshevik Bernie because, of course, he went to go celebrate his honeymoon in the Soviet Union. Who does that? Right. Uh, big, big fan of the mass murdering communist Sandinistas in Nicaragua. And anyways, it was all about the Green New Deal. Now, there's another really interesting twist to this, guys, because you know, how, how does this fringe left-wing radical end up on the Joe Biden Climate Committee? Well, there's some interesting backstory there that Millie Weaver also discovered. Uh, turns out one of the uh, communications people for Sunrise Movement was... Um, faced sexual improprieties, shall we say, from Joe Biden during an event uh, that happened some years ago. She, he kind of like stuck his face right in front of hers and she thought he, he was going to like kiss her or something. And she was really uncomfortable and viewed this as kind of, you know, sexual uh, harassment. And so they had a meeting, these uh, these Sunrise people, and they said, how do we leverage this dirt on Joe Biden to get into some prominent positions on the campaign? Now, in, uh, in legal speak, this is called blackmail and it's a crime whether that is how uh varshini uh prakash got on biden's climate task force i guess we'll never know for sure unless some prosecutor looks into this but very very interesting now what does the training look like for these uh ch child soldiers well they have been teaching them to quote exploit trigger events that they can use to advance their movement. Uh, they have all kinds of documents about this, these trigger events. And Floyd's death at the hands of a police officer in Minneapolis was just such a trigger event. And so in cooperation with Black Lives Matter and Antifa, swung into action. They've got hundreds of these Sunrise Movement chapters all across America. Minneapolis is one of their big hubs. And they swung into action after this death because it was a perfect trigger event. They had been very well trained by a place called the Momentum Institute. Now, if you're not familiar with the Momentum Institute, it's, they, they claim they incubate these radical left-wing movements. It's based on the philosophy of a very, very bizarre man named Saul Alinsky. Now, if you don't know Saul Alinsky, he wrote Rules for Radicals. It was basically a how-to manual. How do you stir up grievances? How do you build movements so that you go out and accomplish your political goals? A uh, little fun fact, maybe a little bit of an aside. He dedicated his book, Rules for Radicals, to Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan. And I mean, hey, if you don't like Satan, you know, maybe you don't belong at the Momentum Institute. Anyways, uh, more Marxism. Right? So uh, this institute, this Momentum Institute is funded by billionaires and uh, they are training these left wing children and activists to become community organizers like Saul Alinsky, like Barack Obama and others. Black Lives Matter is also trained by the Momentum Institute. So are activists from a wide range of these other organizations. And what they do is they basically teach the kids, first of all, how to create rent a mobs. Right. How do you get a, a big group of people to come out and hold signs and shout and scream? Uh, and then how do you go in and use that and leverage? that to accomplish the change that you want? How do you get the politicians on board? And, and so how do you lobby to get your agenda implemented? This is what the Momentum Institute does. Um, and interestingly, 
this um, Sunrise Movement, they're, they're very much like a cult, right? So they recruit these children, they go into schools, uh, they, they get these middle school and high school kids, and then what's really interesting, we found out from an article in uh, Mother, or excuse me, in the New Republic, uh, basically a communist propaganda organ, uh, it was a puff piece. You know, they, they love these uh, young children being brainwashed to do this stuff. Uh, and what they do, according to the New Republic, is they send them to movement houses where they, they live and, and eat and breathe this stuff. Uh, lots of ideological indoctrination. They have uh, intense trainings at these movement houses, just exactly like a cult would do, right? You take these kids, you separate them from their families, you break down their identities, you teach them uh, Marxist propaganda, you train them, and then you sick them on their society and on their families. So they, they teach them how to target um, non-compliant politicians. They teach them how to elect uh, radical Democrats. They teach them, and I quote, civil disobedience tactics, according to the New Republic. And they unleash them on the streets to go terrorize the population. Uh, these recruits are also given all kinds of manuals and training sessions and training documents to quite literally prepare them for war against their own society. Uh, and, and I mean, these are military style tactics, right? They teach them how to not use um, unencrypted communication so that law enforcement can't intercept it. So they teach them to use uh, Signal, right, which is an encrypted app so that they can communicate with each other without the police figuring out what they're up to. Uh, again, endless ideological training. Uh, uh, they're radicalizing these poor little children into brainwashed zombies, child soldiers that will go out and, and get themselves arrested. And so that's a big part of it, actually. They, they find out which kids are willing to be arrested and which ones can't for whatever reason. They divide them up into teams. And so they, they have a red team and a green team. And this all came out in Millie Weaver's documentaries. Um, and so the one of the teams is the team that's supposed to get arrested. The other team doesn't. So all the kids go together. They protest. They march. You know, they complain. They, they try to get to, they send out press releases. So the media comes. Oh, look at these cute little children so concerned about their future. Uh, and then they, the team separate and the team that is set to get arrested. They deliberately defy the cops and they deliberately try to get themselves arrested by perpetrating criminal acts. Yes. And the, the reason they do this, they're trained, is because this makes for good television. This makes for good public relations, right? They, they try to get this on camera so that it makes the police look like the bad guys and these heroic young children. I mean, this is exactly the same stuff communists have been using in our country for, for generations. They try to make the police, the man, look like the bad guy while these poor heroic young kids are just fighting for uh, you know green policies and whatever nonsense. Uh, so the media comes in, they make this big spectacle. And uh, hey, you know, then uh, gullible people who watch the fake news. They see that it's highly orchestrated. Oh, look, the police are oppressing those poor children who just want to save us from global warming. Now, um, one, one of the really interesting things that came out in Millie's documentary is that some of the leaders of this operation recognized how illegal this was. Somebody who goes by the name of Rose uh, is quoted in these documents saying, uh, this might be child endangerment. We should probably get some legal advice before uh, continuing with this. By the way, child endangerment is a serious crime. And so uh, they thought they ought to consult with lawyers before continuing to use children as human shields and as um, you know terrorists in this war on America. Now, um, the training is, is, is bad enough. Now, I want to look at the funding and what's going on behind the scenes here. So we talked about the, the Club of Rome, absolutely instrumental in creating this operation. But it takes a lot of money to do this, right? It actually takes millions and millions of dollars. Millions of dollars have gone through the Sunrise Movement to accomplish these things. So it actually started with help from the Sierra Club. 
incredibly powerful pseudo environmentalist group. Uh, the U.S. Senate, as some years ago, actually released an incredibly interesting report about the green movement, and they showed that this was really a front for a bunch of billionaires who were hoping to increase their profits, shut down their competition, and so they were funding all these astroturf environmental groups that would weaponize the federal bureaucracy, take over the EPA, and uh, basically saddle their small competitors with never-ending regulations and uh, increase their profits. Obviously, the Rockefellers are huge in this. So the Sierra Club is part of this network, and um, obviously it's funded by billionaires like George Soros. And I mean, if you don't believe that George Soros cares about the environment and black people, uh, you know, what's wrong with you, right? The same guy who said he felt no guilt, incidentally, about uh, helping the Nazis steal property from Jews during World War II. True story, by the way, we showed you the clip last week. Now, um, George Soros funds these different shadowy groups like the Democracy PAC and the Democracy Alliance. And so this money then gets pumped into these fake environmental groups that try to uh, undermine free markets, undermine private property, and so on. Uh, another one of the big financiers of all this is Tom Steyer, this pseudo-environmentalist billionaire out of California who hates American coal true story, while he's pushing for, uh, you know, subsidies for his green energy investments in America. Meanwhile, the dude is all invested in coal in China. So apparently Chinese coal is okay. That's not bad for the environment. But American coal that supports American jobs and the American power grid, that's evil. But Chinese coal, that's all good. No worries, right? This is how hypocritical these people are. And this is how you know they're lying. They're exploiting these poor, naive children who wouldn't know uh, what's going on if it bit them in the face. Now, another interesting fun fact is that Sunrise headquarters, according to its tax forms, are at the Washington, D.C. office of the Climate Action Network on F Street in Washington, D.C. Now, we reported from Madrid last year uh, during the U.N. COP25 that the Climate Action Network is actually their, their primary funder is the Sea Change Foundation. Now, a very interesting congressional investigation found out that the Sea Change Foundation is funded in part by a shadowy Shell Corporation based in Bermuda. And it turns out that Shell Corporation, it's called Klein Limited, is being funded by the Kremlin and the state-owned Russian energy interests. So you want real Russia collusion? Here it is, folks. But of course, the fake media is not interested at all. We actually asked the Russians about this uh, during, uh, and, and we asked the Climate Action Network about this while we were in Madrid. But you don't think it's true that the Kremlin was sending money to environmental groups in America? <laughs> well, very good. Well, that's what Congress said in the report, so that's why I asked. You know. Congress probably thinks that's funny, too. I'm curious, does anybody have a comment? Is Russian energy funding this whole demonstration? No comment? Any comment? Hey, we're about to take a photo. Is, is Russian energy though? funding no this, this action? Nobody wanted to talk about it. Surprise, surprise. Right? Uh, now, according to an investigation by Insider Philanthropy, the largest financial backer of the Sunrise Movement is actually the Rockefeller Family Foundation. Uh, they fund all kinds of other far-left organizations as well. Just to give you some insight into this family, right? Obviously, they're an oil dynasty, and they're still heavily invested in oil. But uh, the longtime family patriarch of this uh, dynasty, David Rockefeller, who just uh, went to go meet his maker uh, very recently, he wrote in the New York Times in 1973 that, I, and I quote, the social experiment under Chairman Mao's leadership is one of the most important and successful in human history. Okay. Yeah, they massacred 50 to 80 million people. But yeah, I mean, that, that was so successful. That was just awesome. In fact, George Soros says they have a better functioning government than the United States and they should own the New World Order. Right. Uh, David Rockefeller also boasted in his memoirs. Um, true story. It's on page 405. It's called Memoirs. 
he boasted about conspiring, is his word, with a secret cabal, again, his words, against the best interest of the United States, again, his words, to build a one world political and economic order. Again, these are all his words. These people are bragging in your face about what they're doing. So why are the Rockefellers funding the Sunrise Movement? Is it because they care about global warming? Is it because they care about racism? Oh, give me a break. Now, uh, yeah, let's just touch on the racism thing real quick. And we've talked about this before, these racist billionaires funding the anti-racist movement. The Rockefeller dynasty was probably one of the largest financiers of racism in all of human history. Okay. They made their fortune in oil and then they put that fortune uh, in all these tax exempt foundations where they could use them to make more fortune and brainwash our children. And one of the other things that they were really heavy into financing was racism and pseudoscientific research claiming that racism was scientific and good. In fact, uh, the Rockefeller Foundation helped fund the National Socialist, aka the Nazi eugenics program in Germany. They also, fun fact, bankrolled uh, Nazi Auschwitz Dr. Joseph Mengele and some of his disgusting experiments. That's according to historian Edwin Black. Okay, do you think these people really care about black lives? Do you think these people really care about the environment or global warming? Don't be a fool, folks. Don't be a fool. Why would these oil-rich foundations that made their money in the capitalist system, who have a long history of supporting racism, support the Sunrise Movement and other Marxist groups? Well, we know the answer, right? Uh, go watch our, our episode that we did on uh, Deep State Insider Spills the Beans, okay? Georgetown University historian Carol Quigley, Bill Clinton's mentor, talks about it all in his book, Tragedy and Hope, that you see right behind me. Uh, he said in, in his book in 1966, there does exist and has existed for a generation an international Anglophile network which operates to some extent in the way the radical right believes the Communists Act. In fact, this network, which we may identify as the roundtable groups, has no aversion to cooperating with the communists or any other groups and frequently does so. Okay? Frequently does so. So the deep state identified by uh, this book, Tragedy and Hope, frequently cooperates with the communists. In fact, we know from another book right behind me that we've talked about many times on this show, Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution, that the deep state even financed the enslavement of Russia, the Bolshevik anti-Russian revolution. Okay, Their goal, according to Tragedy and Hope, and, and by the way, uh, this Georgetown professor agreed with their goals, was to create, and he said he did, a global feudalistic control system, a one-world political and economic order where these people, the deep state, would be running it and we would all be the serfs. Okay? The same tactics that they funded in Russia, it's the same tactics we're seeing here, except now they are recruiting your children to wage war on you and your society. Now, America is obviously a much stronger and much more resilient society than early 1900s Russia, right? So it takes a lot more to bring down our country. And we don't have a czar, you know, who, who's kind of unpopular. So it's much more difficult to have a communist revolution in America where people are uh, as prosperous as any people have ever been in human history, where we've got freedom, where we've got, you know, family. Why would people want to revolt here? So it takes a lot more effort to do what they did in Russia here in America, but they are trying their darndest. And the people who are being harmed the most are the same people they claim to want to help, right? Did you see all those riots that these Sunrise people were involved in? Did you see how many minority-owned businesses they burned to the ground? Did you see how many people have died as a result of this? How many? Did you see the black police officers who've been killed? You, you've seen these goofy white kids with the purple hair shrieking at black police officers that they're racist? I mean, 
you, you can't even make this stuff up. It's absolutely insane. And yet it is happening in our cities as a result of these deep state billionaires and their front groups like the Sunrise Movement and their cohorts in government like uh, Minneapolis or Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Uh, so these criminals know they have nothing to fear, right? The law's not going to come after them. Hey, they're friends with the guys who run the legal system. Give me a break. That's not going to happen, right? So I'll say it again. Hopefully, recruiting child soldiers for this war on America will be the last straw, folks. We can't let these people keep doing this. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Get this out there, folks. Get this out there. This information is crucial. Go watch Millie Weaver's documentaries, uh, part one and part two, Undercover Investigation, into the Sunrise Movement. Thanks again, and God bless you all.